0: My name is Daniel Miller, I'm your servant host, and this is the Discipleship Conditioning Podcast. Discipleship Conditioning Podcast. Today, we're going to discuss Matthew 25. We have four chapters left before we turn the page to Mark, and we are excited to turn that page with you. Before we get started, I have some announcements for you. Uh, We have made the decision that we are going to release some membership tiers, and we do that to continue solving issues and to provide additional content for uh, individuals that listen to our podcast. We are going to also change from a seven-day release to a 14-day release. So we will not be releasing as often, uh, but we will be releasing with the same progression through Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and so forth as we've been doing in the past. The reason for this is really work-life balance. There is a tremendous amount of time invested in producing these podcasts, promoting these podcasts, publishing these podcasts, sharing them on social media and then simply recording them as well and work-life balance is just getting a little out of whack and as a family business with only a few members contributing to the efforts it's something that we need to do we also need to cover the costs we're businessmen and businesswomen and so these memberships will help us cover the cost so we're releasing three membership tiers uh, taking effect immediately They are the share it, show it, and do it models. If you go to our webpage, biblicalanatomyacademy.com, you'll see that we're following that model for basically everything that we're doing. Share it, show it, and do it. The idea with share it is to share our information, and we largely do that for free. Uh, We bear the cost on that. We provide the service for free. Under the show it model, think of it as a teach it model where we're teaching our framework, our programs, our coursework, Those sorts of things. We're walking people through the process of building strength training programs, of learning biblical anatomy, all those sorts of things. And then the do it is for the individual that wants everything autopilot, wants everything done for them. So as it pertains to the podcast, the memberships that we all have that are exclusively related to each podcast, and I do literally mean each podcast, there will be a total of six memberships and there will be three for each podcast. So many of you listen to just discipleship conditioning and you'll be under these three levels of membership. If you also listen to biblical anatomy, you'd be under those three levels or perhaps both if you sign up for both. And we certainly greatly appreciate your dedication to what we're doing. If you decide to do that, the share it model is going to be free in exchange for an email address. You'll go on our email list so we can communicate with you through newsletters, and you can stay in close contact with what we do. The world of social media is enormous, and it's exhausting. And to be honest with you, I think I've mentioned this before, but I have not felt peace about social media since day one. And I'd really like to pull back and pull back and pull back from social media. Uh, In the immediate time, I'll still produce shorts from these podcasts, to appear on social media but i'm no longer going to produce the full form podcast on social media so the only place you'll be able to access the podcast will be through uh these memberships specifically the full length podcast we're going to split the podcast into two sections a sort of base level and then an exclusive level and so in the Share It membership, which is free, again, just in exchange for your email address, registering under this membership will get you access to that first section of the podcast where we focus on sharing the information that is at hand for that week. As a bonus, you will get the ability to present questions for the podcast, and you will also get early access to that. So we will still produce on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the way we have been doing with that first five minutes or so. But if you want early access to that and you're willing to provide an email address, you can jump into that first membership. Again, it doesn't cost you a thing. It just requires that uh, you become part of our community in that. The next level, the show it, is going to be $12 a month. Uh, That number is influenced on the number of disciples, is how we arrived at that number, and to best cover costs with the limited size of the membership. It is limited to a certain number of spots, so if you're interested you need to jump into that before those slots fill up. Once the slots fill up we'll look and see if we're able to expand it at that time. You'll still have early access to that first five minutes, you'll still have access to present questions, but most importantly you'll have access to the last five minutes or potentially there are more. I'm using five minutes very uh, arbitrary, and it could end up being seven minutes and seven minutes or whatever the case is. But that's where we're really gonna focus on the teaching aspect of it. Then with the top level, sort of the autopilot level, the do it membership level is $212 a month. And the reason for the cost increase in that is because you'll have access to us through two monthly 30 minute coaching sessions. That's a very limited offer that is gonna fill up quickly. When it does fill up, I don't think we're gonna look at expanding that higher because our time is limited and we're doing our best to make sure we maintain work-life balance. Without getting too much further into that, I will provide the links in the show notes and I encourage you to take a look and see which membership fits you best. But this is, again, twofold. It's to maintain work-life balance, and it's done to make sure that we can continue providing high-quality content and to subsidize the cost associated with the production. Um, I won't bore you with the details, but it is an expensive project to continually produce, and uh, so we appreciate your support if you like to go that route. Matthew 25 is our focus today we'll have Matthew 26 next week 27 28 and then we are done with the book of Matthew and we are turning the page to mark we did want to make this announcement about four episodes or so before we start with mark as that is our turning the page sort of speak mark that was kind of interesting turning the page that's kind of funny and then mark is the next book that's also kind of funny our chance to really make sure that everybody is aware of all the membership offerings we have before this goes into full effect at that time. Matthew 25 preludes, obviously, Matthew 26, which is a huge chapter. There's so much to dissect there. But today we'll talk about Matthew 25, and we'll begin with verse 13. Watch therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour. This continues to go back to not knowing the time that Jesus is going to come back, uh, not knowing the time that earth as we know it will conclude. This is after the story of the ten virgins, and as you may recall, or I certainly hope you open your Bible and examine as we're going through this, the lamp oil and the five virgins that have sufficient amount and the five that don't. And using this as a parable to make sure that whatever we're called on earth to do, we're doing in honor of God when he shows up. Our mothers told us as kids, right? What are you doing when nobody look is looking? Or maybe even, is that what you're going to be doing when Jesus shows up? It all comes from this. And the very first part of this starts, then the kingdom and relates to the end of 24, which that was the subject matter for 24. Now, moving on to Matthew 25, verse 16 through 18. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with them, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money really important part that I actually read through probably about three or four times before I picked up and that is in verse 16 where it says went at once and traded with them So this really makes me think business it makes me think monetary value it makes me think earning interest off your money or stock market those sorts of things and there is an 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 equation with talents In my Bible here that I use, the ESV, in the commentary, it talks about how in Old Testament times, a talent was about 70 kilograms, if I remember correctly. So it was a weight measurement. In New Testament times, it was used as a monetary. And given a talent was like $600,000 in our current uh, monetization, the value of the dollar, In our current day and age so it's no small sum it was a significant amount of money for someone to be able to then invest I was talking with my daughter the other day about this idea of talents and as I thought more about this I thought of being someone who's given a sum of money um, and, or, or a talent, but for this analogy, it makes more sense with thinking it is a sum of money and investing that into tools of the trade that are then going to then help them. So we'll use the example as a carpenter. Jesus was a carpenter. So if you use the money that you've been given rather than dig it, dig a hole and bury it, and just let it be safe there. Go buy all the equipment that you need and then go charge a customer for a specific amount And before you know it, you not only own the tools because you purchased them from the get-go, but you then have replaced the money. And you can basically do that unlimited provided that you've purchased good tools and even there's room in there for you to replace tools if they occasionally break. Uh, But continually providing for your family over and over again. And that really sinks in home with me into something I expressed with my daughter that we're all given talents But do we bury them? Do we sit on them? Or do we invest in those talents? Like go back to school and study more of a subject that we're gifted in. And then go share that with others as I'm doing with the world. I understand exercise science in a way that, frankly, nobody else understands exercise science. And that's not to say that nobody else knows what a mitochondria is or the Krebs cycle or plantar fasciitis or anything like that. It's to say that it's consolidated in my brain Beautiful brain that the Lord has given me in a way that is unique to me and only me. Certain things are going to come to mind for me as I'm coaching with someone that are not going to come up for other individuals. But do I just sit on it? I think I did for years. But now I realize that it's important for me to invest in that and to continually share that with others to make sure that I'm running a profitable business and to make sure that I'm providing for my family. And really, most importantly for us, being an avenue for which money flows through, because it's God's money, it's not our money. We want the money to come into our bank account and then go out of our bank account, not for iPads and things like that, but for church donations and helping people. My daughter wants to give away a car for Christmas, literally a car for Christmas. How cool is that? We hope to be able to do that with money coming in to then be able to donate that amount, $30,000, whatever it may be, to purchase a vehicle to then give to someone. Not to hoard it, not to harbor it, not to bury it in the ground, but to let it flow through us and give it to others. From there we go to Matthew, 20, not Matthew 25, verse 29. For to everyone who has will more be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And this just continue. This is a few verses later. Continues the same idea here. Uh, you've all, we've all been given talents. Are we going to utilize them or not? And if we choose not to, it's no wonder what situation we will end up in. We will not only lose what we've been given but what we've been given will then be given to the individuals that have utilized their talents wisely Um, I think it's a pretty clear decision for all of us on what the right choice is and then we will conclude with verses 34 through 40 then the king will say to those on his right come When did we see you hungry and feed you, or thirsty and give you drink? And when did we see you a stranger and welcome you, or naked and clothe you? And when did we see you sick or in prison and visit you? And the king will answer them, Truly I say to you, as you did it for one of the least of these, my brothers, you did it to me. Please open your Bible and read that and read on because directly thereafter you will see that those on his left say essentially the same thing, but the perspective is absolutely astounding. And I really want you to marinate on this and dive deep in this, and hopefully it clicks for you the way that it's clicked for me. They're literally saying the same exact thing, but one is from a place of We, when, when, when did we, excuse me, when did we do these things? Because that was not our focus, but from a pure heart. And then later, those on the left say the same thing. When did we do this? Because that wasn't our focus, but it's from a hardened heart perspective. Perhaps the following story that I've shared before, but it's been many months Perhaps the following story will bring light to what I believe this is getting to. You may be familiar with the name Earl Nightingale. It's a story of Earl Nightingale who has a very close friend and that friend gets into trouble, some significant trouble, and goes away to prison. They were friends. Doesn't, the story doesn't really go into depth on the man's heart or why they were friends, but they were friends and Earl Nightingale promises the man that he will check on his sons while he's in jail, while he's in prison. And he has a son that's about 35 and a son that's 30. And so, years later, Earl Nightingale, to fulfill his promise, goes to check on the sons, and he finds the first son. And the, the son who had witnessed his father as an alcoholic getting into all this mischief In significant trouble, has this white picket fence sort of American dream lifestyle, and when Earl speaks with the son and visits for many hours and essentially asks, given the influence your father had, how did you end up like this? And the son says, with a father like that, how could I do anything different? Thereafter, Earl Nightingale goes and visits the younger son and pulls up to the house and it's a trailer that is barely fit together. Certainly not a white picket fence situation. There's a leaky roof. There's damage to the front door. It's just a a bad scene. And he meets with the young man and when speaking to him, he asks essentially the same thing. How did you end up with this life? How did you get here? And the younger son says basically the same thing that the older son says. With a father like that, how could I do any different? And so I think we have the same thing going on here between the righteous and the unrighteous. It's the way that we perceive things. We could have that example as our father. And I'm I'm very very humbled by the analogy and very specific to it because of my upbringing Uh, my mother turned to drugs and I'm very thankful that my sister has got her stuff together and that we have both followed the same path but I can see vividly through my experience of other people in my life how that one influence often leads to two outcomes and one is my mother or father did drugs, and so that's the last thing I would do. I will never touch drugs. Or, my mother or father took drugs, and so it's sort of in my DNA to do it, and I dabble in it, and next thing I know, I'm headed down the exact same path that they are. That's, of course, where we get sayings like, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. In this case, a negative connotation, although the saying is used in a positive connotation as well. I think you know what I'm getting at and maybe you have some life experience with that as well Uh, but hopefully that story and my life application there encourages you to open your bible and read matthew 25 verses 34 through 40 we thank you for the opportunity to continue publishing these podcasts over the last year it has become much more difficult with again one work-life balance and two the financial burden associated with doing this now It was our choice to do this, but we feel called to do this to be able to share what we have knowledge of to as many people as possible. We still reach out in our community and connect with people one-on-one to do that, but this podcast gives us worldwide reach to where we we hope that we can influence people in a very positive way in sharing our knowledge. Uh, We hope that you support us in that dream, in that calling. And we hope that you support us with our membership options that we've presented earlier in the episode today. With that being said, we love you and we thank you for your time. God bless. We want to sincerely thank you for listening to today's episode and conclude properly with the Lord's Prayer. Pray then like this Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come Brother, thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that this show is bringing you joy. It's bringing you peace. It's increasing your proximity to God. And it's helping you add on serious muscle mass. That's what God's provided us the gift to do. It's to understand how the human body works, to put as much muscle on it as possible, which we understand is a unique challenge, not present to everyone, but it's a challenge that's present to you and I. And so we hope that today's episode and all episodes are encouraging you and helping you in that endeavor. Now, if you're like me and you're listening to this part of the episode, you probably are the type that has to listen to the entire episode or it doesn't count. Or maybe you're just stuck in traffic and you can't turn the podcast episode off at this point in time. Or maybe you are like me and when you read a book, you have to read the entire book, including the copyright information. I know, it's a silly, silly endeavor. But we are the way that we are, and God made us perfectly. We are the only creation of His that is made in His image. And with that in mind, I'd like to encourage you further and provide you a couple resources that will be of immense benefit for you. The first is a one-repetition maximum calculator. This calculator is made through a spreadsheet and it's laid out very well for you to estimate how strong that you have got over a specific period of time. There is a video on this landing page as well that'll instruct you how to use it, but if you need further instruction, please go to our homepage at biblicalanatomyacademy.com and schedule a coffee session with me where we can talk about the uh, one repetition maximum calculator. To get the One Repetition Maximum Calculator, you'll want to go to biblicalanatomyacademy.com slash 1RM. You'll enter in your name and email, and you'll get access immediately to the spreadsheet that we have created. Also a value would be a template to get you started as you begin to design new programs to break through plateaus as we instruct. This program that we have, this template, utilizes all the percentages that we preach, and we believe is the best tool for you to break through those plateaus you can access it at biblicalanatomyacademy.com template enter your name and email and you'll get an immediate download for the spreadsheet that we have created that allows you to put any of your exercises in any of those one repetition maximums in and use the document for success long term Again, if you need assistance with either of those spreadsheets, the one repetition maximum calculator, or the template we have created at biblical anatomy academy, please go to our homepage at biblicalanatomyacademy.com, scroll down and click the green button for coffee. And we'd be happy to meet with you over a cup of coffee or water or pre-workout or a protein shake, whatever suits you best. So we can instruct you moving forward in life in fitness and in love. We thank you for being here. We thank you for listening all the way to the conclusion. Uh, We hope that you listen to a further episode and enjoy, and we hope to have future correspondence with you. God bless, and we love you.